Hang on, Deb. I'm going to need to hear that again. Did someone say sagging art market? Put this Picasso in your pipe and smoke it. I don't, I don't know that I need to do that. <laughs> Can you just tell me how much it went for? Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Milwaukee Brewers bought a piece of land right near American Family Field. Now, before we all start getting excited about this meeting, there's going to be some sort of major beer district type development, as has been floated as an idea. Doesn't appear that that's what this is, at least yet. Are you into that? The whole, the brewers need to have an entertainment district, much like what the Bucks have created with Deer District? I like the idea. Um, I haven't given it that much thought, but I really like the the Deer District. I think that's phenomenal. Yeah, I think the huge difference, there, there are two things for me that, that are sticking points in terms of this being a suggestion for the future for the Milwaukee Brewers. Number one, this isn't downtown Milwaukee, right? The Deer District butts right up against our already bustling entertainment district. So, you know, you're talking about bringing people down to an area in the Menominee Valley in January where there's nothing else already going on, but for maybe an event or two that they'll have. I just don't see that as a place where people already are or really want to be, except for when you got a big game. And when you are having a big game, like you're going to tailgate, right? Right. Do we need it? That's the other thing. And then the idea that this will somehow be a financial panacea for the brewers and contribute all sorts of money that will help fund the future of American Family Field. Don't see that either. Um, Nonetheless, the piece of land, it's southeast of the ballpark. So right now it's National Salvage Recycling Center. The Brewers right now telling the Milwaukee Business Journal to purchase, quote, allowed for continued meeting of our storage needs. So, so not not very sexy, just a place to put some, some stuff if they got storage needs. So don't necessarily read into that land purchase that that is something about a beer district or major development. Not that it couldn't be or that couldn't be part of the future, but it doesn't seem to be on the front burner for the Milwaukee Brewers. 714 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Sports is up next. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Make it three wins in a row as Damian Lillard scored 34 points. Bobby Portis added 18 and a late Brooke Lopez three helped Milwaukee rally to beat the Detroit Pistons by a final score of 120 to 118 on Wednesday night. Seconds to go. Lillard once more feeds it out to Payne to the trailing crowd and out of Lopez. Fires away the kill shot. The three-pointer drops. Oh, baby. The Bucks on a 16 to 4 run have taken a Point lead with 42 seconds to play. Love that call by our own Dave Kane here on WTMJ as the Bucks go on to improve to 5-2 with the win on their season and now winners of four of their last five games. Bucks guard Malik Beasley postgame speaking on the big win after they saw their two-time MVP Giannis Adenokounmpo who was ejected in that third quarter after receiving his second technical foul of the game. Feels good. Any win is great. Uh, the way we won, too, was huge. We were down starting the fourth quarter. We came back, get, get the momentum, and uh, you know what time it is, game time. Damian Lillard leading the Bucks there with thir- a game-high 34 points, 18 of those which came in that fourth quarter. Last night was also Lillard's third 30-point game of the season and the third time he scored 10 or more points 
in the fourth quarter. Ladame has done this before, right? He's experienced. Uh, he's just cool and calm under pressure. And it was emotional game. I think the thing that you, you know, as a coach, the thing that you want to see is how, just how fast can you move on and rebound and uh, regain, you know, your poise. You know, you can voice your opinion and, and then, you know, we got we to gotta move on. You know, we got a game to play and a game to win. The Bucks are right back to work tonight as they are in Indiana to take on the Pacers, so no time to celebrate that win. Right back to work. Tip-off time is all set for 6 p.m. Over to the NFL where the Green Bay Packers hit the practice field for the first time this week on Wednesday afternoon. Some good news for the Pack. Wide receiver Christian Watson and Kenny Clark both practicing. The not-so-good news, Quay Walker, Jair Alexander, Yosh Nyman, and John Runyon all did not participate. And lastly, the search for the next Brewers manager continues on after Craig Council decided to leave Milwaukee. The Athletics, Ken Rosenthal on the latest candidates to lead the crew. I listed a bunch of names yesterday of guys who they are considering. Don Manley was one. Joe Espada was another. Clayton McCullough, the Dodgers' first base coach. Even Ricky Weeks, their former second base. So they have a number of guys they're looking at. The Astros co-hitting coach, Troy Snicker. They were taken aback by this. Obviously, you have to be ready for Council to leave. They knew that was a possibility. But now they've got to act on his replacement. And it's not going to be easy. Matt Arnold addressing the media at the general manager. General manager meetings also indicating bench coach Pat Murphy could be a serious candidate for the job. Spring training, Vince, just a few months away. Man, dude, Roughly. I, I still don't really recognize a lot of names on that potential list. Yeah. You know, and that's just people talking and speculating and whatever, but like. Yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be a big hire. For, for now, for this year, and I mean, it's a young roster. And a lot tr- of young talent. You try to dig somebody up, you know, retread somebody mm-hmm. or, or whatever, even if that person has a great record or you. Give it to an up-and-comer who mm-hmm. might be the next somebody. I don't right, know. Right. <laughs> I do not not so good times in Milwaukee. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like to be in November and say, I don't know. Bring me Craig. Ball Bring Craig back, please. Right. See, how, many, how much you got? $10 million? Seven nineteen. I, 10 on bucks. Wisconsin's Morning News. we got smart folks who listen to the show. Here's a... Joe and Eden on the old National Bank talking text line. Cheer up, guys. We may not have a manager, but we've got storage land. <laughs> Playing off our earlier conversation. I could use a storage building <laughs> Hey, storage myself. is really important. That's right. <laughs> hey, I want to take advantage of the fact that you're here, Michelle. Uh, Eric's out for another several days, enjoying some much, much earned and needed time off. But uh, since you're here, interesting study out of Marquette University about women in the workforce caught my eye. Here's the headline. Nearly half of women surveyed by Institute for Women's Leadership at Marquette are looking for new jobs amid concerning workplace trends. Why so troubling, Michelle? <laughs> and I'm not saying you're Near, in this crowd. Nearly but, half right. is a lot. Yeah. For, uh, let me see. Surveyed 1,600 members of the Milwaukee area workforce. 48% of women surveyed are currently looking for other career opportunities, citing career advancement, pay, work-life balance as main reasons. That according to Milwaukee Women in the Workplace, it was a study and white paper released by the Institute for Women's Leadership at Marquette. So nearly half all saying, yeah, I'm out. I'm looking. Okay. What are the factors again that they're looking for? Okay. Uh, let me work-life see. Work-life balance. Yeah, career advancement. Okay. Pay and work-life balance. Main reasons. Which are, are all things I think we all look for. Those are all normal things. Right. Nothing is unexpected about that. Is that something you're talking about, like in your friend groups? Do you, is that being discussed? No. Not, I mean, I'm, I'm not seeing that from my friends. Um, why do people leave jobs, right? It's 
we talked about this the other day. I mean, it's 50 to 70. I think Steve Wexler, I ran into him upstairs on my way out and he's like, Michelle, no, it's 70% of people leave because of management or like yep. culture. It's funny. We talk with uh, my buddy, Mike Grubich over at LAK group, one of our partners here at WTMJ. And he tells me the same thing. He's like, no, men, women, whatever, across the board, across every demographic. Most people, they don't leave jobs. They leave managers. Right. That's his line. Mm-hmm. So it's like you walk around wherever you are and you know where it is. You get into work and you're over there get, grabbing a cup of coffee and you just whine. And moan. <laughs> Good. You know what they're doing to us now? Or did you get the thing on this? So it's that, that's not much more to it than that, you figure? I, I don't know. I think work-life balance is a big part of it, I, especially since COVID. I mean, I think about my life before COVID and I, I had an office. I had to be downtown. And once COVID hit... We kind of reevaluated our office needs and, you know, we're spending money on these spaces. Do we really need to? And they sent a lot of us home. And I'm currently 100% remote. 100%? 100%. I did not know that. Yes. It's so phenomenal. offered a tremendous burden to you to come in here <laughs> and show up. Man, I, well, at least I didn't have to fight traffic. <laughs> so there is that. So if you're a hiring manager or a small business owner or somebody like that who's in charge of trying to bring people in, what do you do to address this? Not only for women, but for men as well. Um, here were nine recommendations for workplace satisfaction to address, in particular, women's workplace concerns. Okay, you ready for this? Prioritize health and well-being. That That's sounds right. That's a big right. one. That's a big one. And, and we can sit here and say, like, well, you know, I'm kind of old school that way. Of like, they don't have a responsibility, like... <laughs> I just figure like you do what you're told and you work hard and you keep your nose down, but that's like not the workplace anymore. It's not. So prioritize health and well-being, support work-life balance. That kind of goes with the top, right? Mm -hmm. Be relentless in providing equal pay for equal work and make that transparent. Obviously a huge uh, issue for women in the workforce. Mm -hmm. Fully commit to eliminating non-inclusive workplace behaviors and holding people accountable. I love the holding people accountable part because everybody has this at work. You walk around and you're busting it. And then you look around and there's a beanbag sitter at your work or whatever. That's my name for the people that kind of come in and just because they're at work, they think they're doing work. Mm -hmm. Just because you're at work doesn't mean you're working, right? So accountability, a huge issue. But interesting thoughts out there. You're not leaving us though, right? We can still call on you. Yes. I love coming in. Very happy here. I get to see I get to see people and talk to people. It's great. Our guy Giannis Antetokounmpo got tossed out of last night's game. Totally bogus call. Brandon Snide works through it with us in sports at seven forty five. So middle school, about the time that a lot of kids get their first cell phones. I asked you if we could share this because this is happening. <laughs> it's playing out in real time on it Michelle's phone this morning. Just happened. So I get a text from my daughter. Her friend does not have a phone. Okay, because she's eight. No, no, no. This is my oldest oh, in this middle is the school. Oldest. Yes. Okay. And this is also the time that they're now in band. Yeah. They're in orchestra. Sure, They've yeah. got instruments. They have to be, you know, taking them so they make sure that they make their classes, whatever. So my daughter texts me, um, Hey, mom, can you text my friend's dad? She forgot her trombone and please bring it to school. <laughs> okay, wait. So this is coming from the bus. From the bus. My daughter's on the bus with her friend. Her friend realizes I forgot my trombone. I have band or whatever okay. today and i need it dad, and, but i don't have a way to hey, contact I, dad credit her with problem solving skills though right right let's what's the end around here you text your mom mm-hmm. my mom can text dad <laughs> dad can meet me with the trombone yes so okay fine update I'll, yep i'll do that sure I'll, I'll shoot him a text okay sure you know he's gonna bring it to school but he happens to see the bus on his way out of the neighborhood dad does dad sees the bus <laughs> trombone in hand Flags the bus down, <laughs> boards the bus, 
hands the trombone not to his daughter, to the first kid on the bus and says, can you please pass this down? (laughs) (laughs) Outstanding. My daughter then texts me, oh my God, my friend's dad just came on the bus and she is so embarrassed. (laughs) I don't know. Listen, problem solved. What do you want? Dad's busy. And it's a nightmare trying to get into that parking lot, trying to, you know, get to the school. Can't believe the bus stopped. Crazy man with trombone flags down bus. (laughs) Could have a different ending. This news report brought to you by Steinhoffels. Visit them at steinhoffels.com. Come with me now. At 742 on Wisconsin's Morning News. You're going to the kids' school today. Brandon Snyder. Veteran of Iraq and Afghanistan as well. Combat vet. Veterans Day coming up on Saturday. Correct. So, what What is your role today at the school? Uh, a Hi, parade. Girls. A parade. Oh, cool. And apparently a get out of school early ticket. What do you mean? What was being requested from my 11-year-old daughter. Hey, Dad, you're going to be at our school tomorrow, right? Yes. Okay. Starts at 10.15. Be done by 10.30, 45-ish. Cool. Can we leave? What do you mean? Like, go home? Like, can we go home? Can we go to McDonald's first, <laughs> then go home? Well, for, for what reason? Quality time? Because I'm home. <laughs> what? Keep in mind, Michelle, last week, my wife <laughs> deployed them to decorate. We decorate Christmas on November 1st, okay. our house. They skipped school. Oh, okay. Last Friday, so that they could decorate the house. Mrs. So. called them out, took them to Target, bought a bunch <laughs> of stuff, and Christmas threw up in the Snide household. <laughs> So they, yeah, they. So wanted now to they go. want out today yeah. just because dad's at school. Yeah, and they're like, well, our grades are good, which they are. It's, I, I okay. get it. You know, yeah. but that keep doing it. You well, have ten more years of school, so well, get they used don't to stay it. good if you come <laughs> yeah, home every other exactly. day. That's cool. So, parade, do you have to talk today? I don't think so. I hope not. You just have to be yeah. honored. I think we're just walking. It's like a parade okay. through the school out there, Oak Creek East Middle School. Oh, so that's it, awesome. It's great. It'll be fun. Glad they're doing it. Yeah. Hope you enjoy it. Brandon has sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The good times keep on rolling in Milwaukee as the Bucks rally late on both ends of the floor to beat the Pistons by a final score of 120-118 to 118 on Wednesday night. He wants the ball in his hands. Why not? It's Dane Tug. Three-pointer. Too strong. Lillard couldn't hit it. And now the Pistons with a chance to get the lead. Shot clock off. 15 seconds to go. Cunningham down the lane. Blocked by Lopez. Gets it back. Turns it over. Passed it back to Beasley. With seven seconds left, Beasley taps the brakes. He'll hand to Crowder. And he's fouled with 3.9 seconds left. And for the second time in as many games, it was rim protection late that may have just saved the day. Dave Kane on the call here on WTMJ as the Bucks defense did, in fact, save the day as they go on to win their third straight game. Lopez with the big block there, doing it all without Giannis, who was ejected in that third quarter after receiving his second technical foul of the game after a mean mug after a slam dunk. Questionable call at best to me, but nonetheless, head coach Adrian Griffin taking some of the blame for his two-time MVP. I think I just have to do a better job. You know, Giannis doesn't complain to the refs. He's really respectful to the refs, and I think I'm letting him down in that sense uh, because I think I need to be a little more, you know, just vocal about doing the games when he's getting hit and kind of stick up for him a little bit better. So I've been dropping the ball on that. You know, it's an emotional game. He made a phenomenal play. You know, I think I just got to do a better job of protecting him. The Bucks are right back in action tonight as they get set to take on the Pacers in Indiana. That tip-off time is set for 6 p.m. 
Over to the NFL, where the Green Bay Packers are in the midst of their preparation for a Week 10 matchup in Pittsburgh. After beating the Rams on Sunday to snap their four-game losing streak, quarterback Jordan Love spoke at his locker following practice on Wednesday, detailing the importance of getting guys healthy and the potential this offense could have moving forward. You know, when you have all your guys out there, I definitely think this offense has a really high ceiling. And like I said, when Aaron Jones is out there, it, it just creates more plays, more more opportunity for other guys as well and when the defense is locking in on him. But yeah, but then when you don't have guys, you know, we talk about other guys need to step up and can't let that you know, performance kind of die down. But uh, yeah, when you have your, your best guys out there, for sure, it, it adds, you know, just extra level the defense got to look for and, you know, just try and get those guys the ball. In terms of health, you hear Jordan Love talking about there. The Packers did get some good news and some not-so-good news Wednesday at practice. The good news, Christian Watson and Kenny Clark both practiced after both of them left Week 9 with injuries. On the bad side of things for the Pack, Quay Walker, Jair Alexander, Yosh Nyman, and John Runyon all not practicing. Down two linemen, Vince, do you think we can get old T to get get back in there and strap it up? Dust off those knees. (laughs) We might need them. So... It's trivia today. Do you have trivia? trivia? We're ready to rock. You're ready to rock? I'm always ready. Awesome. Trivia with Tausch is coming up next, so that means we need a player. Old National Bank Talk and Text Line is 855-616-1620. That's the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line. Old National Bank, get old. 855-616-1620. Call the number five, plays trivia with Tausch. Wild card round today because Michelle is in for Eric. Who knows what that does to the process? It's all coming up next. It's the most important pick you'll make all week. Who are you going to pick? This guy? I'm not right about a lot of stuff. This guy? I don't invite her to events. Or him? What happened on that fly ball? The choice is yours. It's time for Trivia with Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mark Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. Tausch, uh, Brandon's been calling for old T to come out of retirement given the injuries on the offensive line. What would it take to get you off the couch? <laughs> uh, well, I'd have I need about a year to work myself into some semblance of shape. Okay, you got I'd need a bunch hours. of money. <laughs> yeah, I'd need a bunch of cash and uh, some injury assurances that I can't get any worse injured wise. So I think it's going to be zero for three on probably hopefully one for three, but zero for three on those. And I think that's always you know I don't think it's good a good idea. Brandon is my point unless. We end up running. If I can be assured Matt LaFleur is going to run keep passes where the tackle just runs down the line and you try to pull somebody with you, I could still make a couple of those plays. Literally any other block or play, uh, I would fail miserably at. All right, so Tausch listed as doubtful for this weekend. Yeah, there's another uh, one. Highly. Highly. Is there a highly doubtful? Highly doubtful. <laughs> Whole new category. All right. Trivia hey, today. Hey, what did you guys uh, – so, Brandon, before we go, I, I saw the fact – what the hell was that ref doing last night? I'm sure you guys talked about this. Like, what are we, we doing? Yeah, Terrible. we we were there, and, and Tausch Brandon I gotta, was there. I was there. Yeah, the, the the boos were were very loud. Probably the loudest the crowd was all night until the end of the game. That's but do you think that referee? I got a question for you, Tosh. I'll spin it back on you. Do you think that referee in another game would eject, let's say, a LeBron James, uh, no. Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid? Why Giannis? No. I, Everybody does what he I did. don't understand that. It's so. The league and the league already takes a lot of grief because star players get star treatment, and mm-hmm. that's because we saw last night fans come out; they want to see Giannis. You want to irritate your fan base, and it's one thing if he has gone completely crazy. He did what he always does, and 
refs are usually pretty good. They'll throw a tee at somebody early on, and then maybe they'll drum somebody with a minute and a half left in the game to prove a point. But Giannis does his normal dunk mean mug, mm-hmm. and they throw him out. Like, what? What are we doing here? The NBA, you, you already are asking guys to play and not limit their minutes, and then you do that. Shame on those guys. The ref should be suspended. Le- legitimately, he should be suspended. That's when Snide left. Yeah. <laughs> Took the kids and left. I don't blame well, you. Well, I had my nephew there. It was uh, his first game there, and I had to explain to him, he's uh, nine, why Giannis had to leave. Yeah. So you're, you know, well, for what the was your crowd. explanation? I told him that he had, he had two tech. Well, I can't tell you on air what I told my nephew, but. Okay. Uh, <laughs> nice. Son, I want you to see this. Good. Need to hear this stuff. All right, we got a new trivia. We've got, uh, let me see, Lori in Fond du Lac is on the line with us right now. Morning, Lori. Good morning. How are you? Awesome. How are you? I'm, I'm good. Thank you. So we have a wild card today in the trivia. Typically, you have to pick me, Eric Bilstead. Uh, or Mark Towershow to get the question right. Eric's off, so we have uh, Michelle Richards is in today. So she's probably the smartest person around. But I don't know. The questions are kind of niche sometimes, so I don't know what you do. Or you could pick Brandon to stump us all. So what do you think? Well, if it's a long question, I pick you, Vince. Uh-oh. But then <laughs> I feel sorry for Towershow's nephew. I'm picking Towershow. Okay. Good call. All right. So the, the all right. The caller pick is Tausch. Lori, good luck. Hang on the line. And Brandon, proceed with your question. All right. With Veterans Day nearing this week and Saturday, to be precise, my question to all of you is, which U.S. president was responsible for signing the bill proclaiming November 11th as Veterans Day? Which U.S. president was responsible for signing the bill? Do we have any clue what year that started? And I know that probably is going to be a clue. I can give you... Michelle, Vinny, do you guys have any idea what year this started? Yeah, I'm in in a ballpark. Again, we're playing off of Armistice Day, which once was. Correct. But then it changed later to just, let's just do everybody and all veterans. Okay, I'm now... Yeah, you know where you're at. I shouldn't be helping the field Uh here. All right, go ahead, Brandon. Uh Uh-oh, Vinny's in good shape. All right, I'll take a clue. Uh, A a bit of a uh, local tie here. This president was known to frequently visit the state of Wisconsin to partake in muskie and northern pike fishing. Usually multiple times a year. Now I'm off the trail. Mm. That's what that was meant to do. All right, I have an idea, but I'm going to take another clue. Okay, yeah. Michelle, you want to jump in or you got, you want another clue? I don't clue? know. I don't know who's a fisherman president. Okay, okay. next clue. All right, the clues, they, they start out a little harder. They'll get a little easier for you, Michelle. That made it harder. <laughs> this president was the very first president to not only fly in a helicopter, but it was also the first president to appear on color television. Oh, man. Oh. Okay. Okay. But I, I'm going to take a flyer. I want to make a guess. I'm going to take a flyer. Uh-oh. Vinny's in first. Was it President Kennedy? President Kennedy is incorrect. Okay. See, that wasn't where I was initially. I was thinking but that, maybe. but it felt like it had to be earlier than that. So yeah. I have I have my name written down, but uh, unless Michelle's jumping in, I'm going to take another clue. Well, and the Kennedys also were known to frequent the islands, you know, like mm-hmm. Madeline Island and all those hey, up, uh, Vinny, up north. Vinny, okay. Kennedy wasn't right. Hey, JFK still, wasn't right. Wrong. Don't try to justify. <laughs> it's try to wrong. figure out. It's not going to change. <laughs> no, but Kennedy loved helicopters. I swear yes. he did. All right, fine. Go all ahead, right. Snide. Final clue. This bill 
signed on November 11th, was signed in the year 1954. Ah. 1954. I'm going to say Eisenhower. Can I get a first name? Yeah, Dwight. (laughs) Sure you can. Just making sure. Dwight D. Dwight D. is correct. I I used to call him Ike when I... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well... Dwight D. Eisenhower, the president to sign the bill, proclaiming November 11th as Veterans Bo- Day. Bonus question. Do either of you know what his wife's name was? Dwight Eisenhower's wife's name. Mamie, I know, right? I know. I have no idea. Go ahead, Deb. What what is is it? It? Wasn't it Mamie? Mamie. Yeah. Mamie Dowd. I don't know why I remember that piece of information. I think I wrote a uh, report on Dwight Eisenhower and Mamie Dowd was her name. Yeah, this is in your wheelhouse, Tausch. Lori, actually, had you known that, uh, you're, you're absolutely correct in going with Tausch today. Yeah, I didn't know the answer myself. Well, listen, that's why you have Tausch as your Neither standing. did Vince. Neither did Vinny, so don't feel bad. <laughs> Do you want to hear again how I was around the answer, or should yeah, we be done? Tell me about yeah. JFK. Can I mean, you tell you me more about JFK's off, love of helicopters? You weren't far off with your timeline. <laughs> All right, Tausch, you made Lori a winner today. Well done. <laughs> there we go. Business headlines are up next. They're sponsored by Old National Bank. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Sean Ryan. The majority of public comments...